الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والفجر وليال عشر والشفع والوتر والليل اذا يسر صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس يتحسر اهل الجنه الا على ساعه مرت بهم لم يذكر الله تعالى فيها وقال وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ايضا ما من عبد يموت الا وندم قالوا فما ندامته قال ان كان محسنا ندم الا يكون ازداد وان كان مسيئا ندم الا يكون استعتب او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam from the inception of a human being in this world from the day a child is born in essence it is allah's system in this world that each one of us is engaged in a conflict in a battle however this is one conflict one battle that allah has predetermined that no human being will be successful and what is even more ironical is that this is one conflict and battle that majority of us are totally oblivious to we don't even realize that we are engaged in this conflict the conflict that i am referring to is the conflict against time that incessant inexorable inescapable motion of day and night which quran encapsulates in the expressions yukawwiru al-layla 'ala an-nahar yughshil al-layl an-nahar day follows night night follows day yuliju al-layla fi an-nahar yuliju an-nahar fi al-layl and like abdullah bin mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu cautions us about this invites us to ponder and reflect over this incessant motion of time he says afala tarawn ila al-layl wan-nahar yubliyani kull jadid wa yuqarribani kull ba'id wa ya'tiyani bi kull maw'ud he says will you not reflect will you not ponder ila al-layl wan-nahar how the seconds the minutes the hours the days the weeks the months the years of your life are slipping by how this tick 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 of the clock how this movement of day and night what is happening yubliyani kull jadid every new thing is not staying new it's becoming old things that you thought were very distant were very far away how quickly they have become near and how many of them have already passed 
وَيَأْتِيَانِ بِكُلِّ مَوْعُودِ And through this movement of time, every promise of Allah, what promise Qur'an speaks about specifically? وَلَكُمْ مِعَادُ يَوْمِ وَلَكُمْ مِعَادُ يَوْمِ From the day you are born, before that already, there is a promised time, the time of your mort, the time of your death, the time of your departure from this world. وَلَكُمْ مِعَادُ يَوْمِ And when that time comes, this is Allah's promise. قُلْ إِي وَرَبِّ إِنَّهُ لَحَقِّ This is حق. لَا تَسْتَأْخِرُونَ عَنْهُ سَاعَةً وَلَا تَسْتَقْدِمُونَ No extension will be given to anyone. Every one of us is engaged in a conflict against time. We are on borrowed time. Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala says, Ibn Adam, إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ أَيَّامٌ إِنْ ذَهَبَ يَوْمٌ ذَهَبَ بَعْضُكُ He says, O oh, Ibn Adam, O oh, Insan, you are a collection of days. حَيَاتُكَ أَنْفَاسٌ مَعْدُودًا حَيَاتُكَ أَنْفَاسٌ مَعْدُودًا Your life is a collection of breaths. Each time you breathe in and breathe out, there is no science, there is no technology, there is no money, there is no system in this world that is going to bring that breath back. There is no system in this world that is going to get you an extension. There is no science or technology in this world that is going to buy you any extra time in this world. You are in a conflict against time and if there was going to be any victors in this, then like the poet puts it, لَوْ كَانَتِ الدُّنْيَا لَوْ كَانَتِ الدُّنْيَا تَدُومُ لِأَهْلِهَا لَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فِيهَا مُخَلَّدًا If anyone was going to be victorious, if anyone was going to get perpetuity, if anyone was going to escape drinking from the cup of death, then Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would have been given life till qiyamah. But the blessed the benevolent master, the beloved of Allah, the pride of Allah's creation is addressed directly in the Qur'an. Innaka, verily you, my beloved, mayyit, will die. Why? This is Allah's sunnah. Kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut. Every soul will drink from the cup of death. Innaka mayyitun wa innahum mayyitun. Every one of them will die. Our greatest commodity our greatest asset, realize it or don't realize it, accept it or don't accept it. How many places in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes qasam and oath on time, wal fajr, by the oath of fajr, daybreak. Was subhi idha tanaffas, by the oath of the dawn as it takes a breath. Wal layli idha yasr, by the oath of the night as it passes the day. وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى By the oath of the day as it lights up. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى By the oath of the night as its darkness envelops. وَالْعَصَرْ By the oath of time itself. Not only time, but the portents of Allah's creation by which time comes into existence and by which time is measured. Allah takes qasam and oath on them also. وَالشَّمْسِ وَدُحَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا وَالنَّجْمِ إِذَا هَوَا By the oath of the sun, by the oath of the moon, by the oath of the stars. How many qasams and oaths? How many qasams and oaths to conscientize, to wake you and up 
you and I up to the reality. Your gold is valuable in your eyes. Your silver is valuable in your eyes. Your investments are valuable. What what steps you take to protect these things? You have safety deposit box. You have bank vaults. Your your excess cash you want to hide from the receiver. You put it underneath the mattress. You make all sorts of plans to protect the wealth that you have. Which safety deposit box? Which bank vault? Which fortified fortress are you going to have at your disposal to lock up time? This tick, 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 tick of the clock. Like a block of ice relentlessly melting away in the glare of the sunlight. The time of your life, the breath of your life, the seconds, precious seconds, minutes, hours, weeks, years of your life. That Allah gave you to earn your akhirat. That Allah gave you to earn your jannat. How precious? Quantify it in this manner. وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهِمُ الْأَنْهَارِ وَقَالُوا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي هَدَانَا لِهَذَا وَمَا كُنَّا لِنَهْتَدِيَ لَوْلَا أَنْ هَدَانَ اللَّهِ Allah speaks of Jannat in the Qur'an. Very often human being is his own worst enemy. One is Allah doesn't just promise you in Jannat وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ نُزُلًا مِّنْ غَفُورٍ رَّحِيمٍ Allah says for you in Jannat إِنَّ لَكُمْ أَن تَشِبُّوا فَلَا تَهْرَمُوا أَبَدًا إِنَّ لَكُمْ أَن تَصِحُّوا فَلَا تَسْقَمُوا أَبَدًا إِنَّ لَكُمْ أَن تَنْعَمُوا فَلَا تَبْأَسُوا أَبَدًا When the man enters into Jannat the first basharat and glad tiding will he will be given is what? That the shackles and the reins of time have been removed. In the world when you were young, you became old as time moved. In the world when you had your health, you became sick as time moved. In the world you had days when you enjoyed yourself as the time moved, problems came, difficulties came, afflictions came. The Jannati will be told, today you are healthy, you will remain healthy forever. Today you are young, you will remain young forever. Today you are in happiness, no difficulty, no problem will come. For you in Jannat is whatever you desire, whatever you ask for, whatever entreaty you place before Allah, whatever... Whatever desire enters the heart, immediately all this will be given to you. But over and above that, as I mentioned, human beings sometimes are their own worst enemy. Everything you have, but what about what is happening inside? Hasrat, regret. What about jealousy? What about rancor? What about hatred? These are negative emotions. Why? Because they don't just affect anybody else. They affect you more than they affect the next person. So Allah says, before the Jannati enters into Jannah, وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلْ We will remove every neg- negative emotion. We will snatch it out. Nazana. We will snatch it out of his heart. So it is only pleasure. It is only happiness. But one regret you will carry even to Jannat. One regret you will carry with you even into Jannat. What is that regret? 
محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم says ليس يتحسر أهل الجنة إلا على ساعة مرت بهم لم يذكر الله تعالى فيها the time that you wasted in the world the time that you wasted in the world by wasted what do I mean or what does the hadith tell us you didn't use it to earn your akhirat you didn't use you didn't use it to make Allah's zikr you didn't use it in the obedience of Allah that valuable precious time which Allah gave you which you didn't use ma min abdin yamut Allahu Akbar. Beautifully in another hadith, Rasulullah Wasallam explains it like this. He says, when every person when he dies, he will have a regret. مَا مِنْ عَبْدٍ يَمُوتُ إِلَّا نَدِمَ Every person when he dies, he will have a regret. Sahaba said, فَمَا نَدَامَتُهُ Ya Rasulullah, what is his regret? What will be the regret of this individual? Allah's Rasul Wasallam says, there are two types of people. فَمِنْهُمْ شَقِيُّ وَسَعِيدٌ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ شَقُوا فَفِي النَّارِ لَهُمْ فِيهَا زَفِيرُ وَشَهِيقُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا مَا دَامَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ لَوْضِ اللَّهِ مَا شَاءَ رَبُّكَ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ فَعَالٌ لِمَا يُرِيدُ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ سُعِدُوا فَفِي الْجَنَّةِ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا مَا دَامَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَلَوْضِ اللَّهِ مَا شَاءَ رَبُّكَ عَطَاءً غَيْرَ مَجْذُولٍ Two categories شقي سعيد شقي سعيد one who pleased Allah one who displeased Allah one who pleased Allah, one who displeased Allah. Muhammad Rasulullah says, both will die with a regret. Both will die with a regret. In kana muhsinan. If he pleased Allah, what will his regret be? Nadim Allah yakunu izdad. When he sees what Allah has prepared for him, for his ihsan, for the correct manner. In layman's terms, not just ihsan, not just good deed, for the correct utilization of his time. When he sees what Allah prepared for him in Jannah as a recompense, as a return for the correct utilization of his time, what will his regret be? Why didn't I do more? Why didn't I do more? I had the opportunity. I had the time at my disposal. I had the health at my disposal. I had the ability at my disposal. You have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man ahabba, man ahabba, man ahabba, dunyahu adarra bi akhiratihi, wa man ahabba, akhiratahu adarra bi dunyahu, faathiru ma yabqa ala ma yafna. Every day when you get up, my respected brothers, you have a choice, this time that you have. One is, your, one is the opportunity for tahajjud. One is the opportunity for tilawat of Qur'an. One is the opportunity for Allah's zikr. One is the opportunity for dua. Then is the azan of fajr. Then is the opportunity to go out in the path of Allah. The opportunity to acquire the knowledge of deen. The opportunity to sit in front of the Qur'an. The opportunity to earn a halal livelihood. So many opportunities you are given all the time. So many choices. Shaqawat Saadat. Either obey Allah, either disobey Allah. Temptations are there. Those haram shaitan boxes are there right in our sitting rooms, in our houses, illa mashaAllah. That internet is there. That social chit chat which is destroying our akhirat, which we are using today for frivolous activities, that is there. The temptation is there. Every one of these activities requires time. 
Every one of these activities requires time. And a day is coming, a day is coming, a day is coming, where every, every second of this time will be accounted for in Allah's court. So one is, a man did good, he earned Jannah, he pleased Allah, he will still regret. What his regret will be? Why didn't I do more? Why didn't I do more? Allah yakuna izdada. Why didn't I do more? Wa inkana musiyan. And if he disobeyed Allah, if he lived the life of Allah, layman's terms pertinent to what we are discussing, incorrect utilization of his time, incorrect expropriation of the greatest ni'mat and the greatest bounty which Allah gave him, his time he used it incorrectly. What will his regret be? Why didn't he make tawbah? Why didn't he put brakes? Why didn't he stop? Why didn't he change? My respected brothers, Muharram has come. New year has come. A new dawn in our life has come. Time, time is one creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, I've mentioned this many times before. We need to wrap our minds and our hearts around this. Time is not advancing, time is receding. Hassan Basri rahimahullah puts it like this, Al-mawtu ma'akudun binawasikum wa-dunya tutwa miwara'ikum. He says, your mort, your death is like a red light in front of your face. It has caught you by your forelock, it's in front of you. There are so many reminders. There are so many reminders. Mort is in front of you. Abu Bakr Muzani rahimullah says, Ma min yawmin akhrajahu Allah ta'ala ila dunya illa yaqul every day that Allah gives you. Forget another year. Every day that Allah gives you. This day addresses you. Yabna Adam, O insan, igtanimni, value me. Value me, don't waste me. Don't waste me. You sit for hours and hours looking at a football match, looking at a cricket match. Today you find youngsters, this is the only conversation. This is the only conversation. That footballer, this cricket player, that sports personality, which team he's going to join, what he's doing. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. How, how many tears can we shed? How many tears can we shed at what our youth are doing? What direction they are going in? Are we going to remain young forever? Is this time got no, has this time no value? Does not Allah say, Afahasibatum annama khalaqnakum abatha? Do you think we created you for these vain, useless amusements? In the name of science and technology, that internet, those social media outlets are destroying the ummah with regards to the utilization of their time. This is an ummah of the masjid. This is an ummah of dawat and tabliq. This is the ummah which Quran says, Ukhrijat nas, you were taken out for the hidayat of humanity. This is the ummah that was supposed to raise the flag of Allah's greatness and the way of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the four corners of the world. And today what is that same ummah doing? In front of that shaitan box till one, two, three in the morning? Useless activities. Today even Parda Nasheen in front of that novel, reading novels. Kya kar rahe bhai? Kya kar? What are you doing? Main wakt ko guzar raha ho. I'm passing the time. 
I'm passing the time as if that time has no value. Passing the time as if you're going to get it back. What a loss. What a loss and the tragedy, the irony is there is absolutely no perception or realization of the loss. You are never getting that time back again. This is like a sword. From the time you are born, it's slashing like it's cutting at a tree. As the leaves are being cut, those leaves will not grow back on that tree. This day addresses you, Ightanimni, value me. Use me to earn your akhirat. Why? Because the reality, لَعَلَّهُ لَا يَوْمَ لَكَ بَعْدِي It is very possible that after me, no other day is written in your lot. This is your last day. وَاللَّيْلُ يَقُولُ مِثْلُ ذَلِكَ The night also says to you this, يَا ابْنَ آدَمِ اِغْتَنِمْنِي Value me. I am precious. فَلَعَلَّهُ لَا لَيْلَةَ لَكَ بَعْدِي There is no night after me. Coming back to that saying of Hassan Basri rahimahullah. He says, your moth, your death has caught you by your forelock. dunya tutwa mi waraikum. And the seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, years, months of your life are being wrapped up behind you. Time is not advancing, time is receding. No one of us, no one of us by the qasam of my Allah is gaining time. We are losing time. Every second, every moment is taking us closer to the qabr. Is taking us closer towards that inevitable moment when we have to stand in front of Allah. So let us wake up to the reality. Like the poet says, Inna lanafrahu bil ayyami naqta'uha wa kulla yawmin mada yudni min al-ajali fa'amal li nafsika qabla al-mawti mujtahidan فَإِنَّمَا الرِّبْحُ وَالْخُسْرَانُ فِي الْعَمَلِ نُجَدِّدْ سُرُورًا بِالْهِلَالِ إِذَا بَدَى وَمَا هِيَ إِلَّا السَّيْفُ لِلْحَتْفِ يَنْتَضِي إِذَا تَمَّ الْعَامِ فَهِيَ كِنَايَةٌ وَتَرْجُمَةٌ عَنْ شَطْرِ عُمْرٍ قَدْ انْقَضَى I'm just going to translate this poignant poem because its meaning is very very relevant to us. He says, foolish insan, لَنَفْرَحُ بِالْأَيَّامِ نَقْتَوْهَا You celebrate the passage of time. You celebrate the passage, you become happy when you realize it's a birthday. You become happy at the time of new year. You become happy at the milestones by which the movement of time is measured, acknowledged, realized. Little do you realize, Every passing day, every passing year has taken you closer to ajal, your mort. So before that moth, before that death, exert yourself, get your affairs in order, get your salah right, be in the masjid, connect with Allah, prepare for your qabr, prepare for your akhirat, make tawbah. Why? Because profit and loss, profit and loss is not the size of your bank balance. It's not that bank, it's not that balance sheet. Profit and loss fil amali is your amal. The qabr is sandukul amal. It is a container of your actions. فَعْمَلِّ نَفْسِكَ قَبْلَ الْمَوْتِ مُجْتَهِدًا فَإِنَّمَا الْرِبْحُ وَالْخُسْرَانُ بِالْعَمَلِ نُجَدِّدْ سُرُورًا بِالْهِلَالِ إِذَا بَدَى Forgetful insan, every time the hilal of a new year or your birthday or a new month is cited, 
you become happy again, you forget again. Nujadid sururan bil hilali dabada wa ma hiya illa sayful al-hatfiyantadi. In reality, all that hilal represents. 1443. What is what does that hilal represent? It represents a sword that has slashed one year from your life. إذا تم العام فهي كناية وترجمة عن شطر عمر قد قضى. When the year gets complete, it is a wake-up call and a reminder that one section of your life is lost, which is never ever coming back again. New year has come. Muharram has come. Time. Ironically, it's very, very limited. My respected brothers, Allah has given us a rich heritage. Allah has given us a rich heritage. Our, what, do, what are we reminded about? It was the first of Muharram. It was the first of Muharram. That personality from the galaxy of Sahaba, galaxy of Sahaba, Sahaba were murid. They desired hidayat. There was one Sahabi, Muarrikhin record, they say Murad, his hidayat was desired by Allah. His, desi- his hidayat was desired by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When he raised his hands, Allahumma a'izzal islam bi'akhadil amarain. Wa fi riwaya bi'akhabbi hadha rajulaini indak. Oh Allah, strengthen Islam with one of the two Amars, Amar bin Hisham or Umar bin Khattab. He was muri, he was murad. His hidayat was desired by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa made dua. On that dua, Umar was given hidayat. Umar is that personality. Lokana baadi nabiyun lakana Umar. My Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if there had to be a Nabi after me, it would have been Umar. My Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Umar, when you walk on one road, when shaitan sees you, shaitan will walk on another road. One occasion he is sitting with Sahaba. Umar comes to the back. Nabi Salaam points to him. He says, as long as that person is in my ummah, the door to fitna on my ummah will be closed. On Arafah, Hajjatul Wada, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Allah is looking with the special gaze of mercy at my Sahaba. Allah's special gaze is upon Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Once Nabi Salaam enters the masjid, right hand side Abu Bakr, left hand side Umar, my Nabi holds the hands of both of them, raises it up and says, Hakada nuhsharu yawm al-qiyamah. Exactly like this, Allah will raise us on the day of judgment. Umar on my right, Abu Bakr on my left. Once Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Abu Bakr, your example is like Ibrahim alayhi salam. Umar, your example is like Nuh alayhi salam. One occasion Nabi sallallahu said, Abu Bakr, your example is like Isa alayhi salam. Umar, your example is like Musa alayhi salam. One occasion my Nabi sallallahu said, I have two ministers in the heavens, two on the earth. My ministers in the heavens are Abu uh, Jibreel and Mikail alayhi salam. My ministers on this earth are Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. On one occasion Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, that there is no issue on which the opinion of Abu Bakr and Umar will be united except that I will rule in conformance with their opinion. Glad tiding, upon glad tiding, upon glad tiding, Kamil Shahadat on the Musallah of Masjid Nabawi by Firaz, Firaz Mal'oon, the fire worshipper, pierces the dagger into the stomach of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, 27th of Zulhijjah, he's carried blood spurting. Two or three days he remained till he passed away on the first of Muharram. In that gap, 
We want to celebrate new year. We want to acknowledge the new year, acknowledge it like this, commemorate the new year like this. Allah raised this spark, this Mubarak soul on the first of Muharram, the heritage of Islam till Qiyamah. We are reminded every Muharram about this. What, what lesson? Take the sabak, take the lesson. In and out of consciousness, unable to even hold down any food. Yet each time, each time the eyes of Umar open, he would say, has the time for salah come? Has the time for salah come? Has the time for salah come? And he would say, لا خذ في الإسلام لمن ترك salah. The one who will not look after his salah, he has no share in Islam. Umar, inna ahamma umurikum indi as-salah. He would say, the most important affair to me with regards to you in my eyes is salah. فَمَنْ حَفِظَهَا فَمَنْ حَفِظَهَا حَفِظَ دِينَ Protect your salah. Make your salah. You have protected your deen. Protect your salah. You have protected your deen. وَمَنْ ضَيَعَهَا فَهِيَ لِمَا سِوَاهَا أَدْيَا And if your salah is not protected, then in everything else you will never advance. This coronavirus pandemic is a reminder of this. This ummah still to a large extent has abandoned the masjid. What kind of deen do you have if you are not in the masjid? What type of preparation of akhirat are we making if we're not in the masjid? We're talking about new year resolutions. Make this your new year resolution. Cry tears of blood. Juma, even Juma, this masjid is not full. At the starting of Juma, one or one and a half subs, that much qadr we've got. To that extent, we've locked ourselves off from the masjid. Why? Because we are living in a culture of fear where some virus is going to kill us. Mort and life and death is in Allah's hands. Muharram, first 10 days of Muharram, what do we speak about? We speak about the martyrdom. The martyrdom of that son of Islam. The pride of Islam. Sayyidina Hussein ibn Ali. The beautiful flower. The grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ahl-e-Bayd, Ali-Rasul. This is such a family. I'm digressing. But we want to understand what is the qadr and the value of Ahl-e-Bayd. Ibn al-Jawzi rahimahullah, an alim of the 5th century of Islam. In his kitab al-Birri wa he mentions one incident. That there was one person from the family of Rasulullah, 5th century. A, a woman, she had little children, husband passed away, she was in Khurasan. She got into dire financial straits, hungry, no food. She made hijrat to Samarkand, approached the wali, the governor of Samarkand. I am from the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. my children are hungry. He said, everyone that comes here says they are the family of Rasulullah What proof you've got? He turns her away. One Parsi, fire worshipper of that locality, comes to know of the need of this family, invites them home. That night the governor of Samarkand sees a dream. Beautiful palace in Jannat. Nabi Salaam at the entrance, he wants to enter. Nabi Salaam says, this is not your home. Whose home is it? Ya Rasulullah. Nabi Salaam says to him, it is the home of a Muslim. He says, I am a Muslim, I am your ummati, I am your follower. Nabi Salaam says, bring proof. My daughter came to you, you asked her for proof, now you bring proof. Gets up, starts rushing, goes to the, inquires, where is this family? Goes to the house of that Parsi, give this family over to me. No, no, no. You are the governor, give me whatever you want, I will never part with this family. He says, you are Parsi, you are a fire worshipper. They are the Ummati of Nabi Islam. I have a greater right to them. He says, no. 
No. When I opened my heart to this family, Allah opened my heart to Islam. My entire family accepted Islam. I will never part with this family. And that same dream that you saw, I also saw that dream. My Nabi welcomed me into that palace. This, this, this type of family, this type of family, where Jabir bin Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala says, that Sayyidina Hussein bin Ali radiallahu ta'ala walks into the masjid of Kufa. Jabir, Sahabi Rasul points to him, says to the entire majma, Man akhabba an yanzur ila sayyidi shababi ahlil jannah, fal yanzur ila hadha, samiyatu hadha min rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Any one of you who wants to see the leader of the youth of jannat has just walked into this masjid. I have heard this directly from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When they were in their cradle, Sayyidina Hussein and Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhumah, my Nabi said, Sayyida, Shababi Ahlil Jannah, Al-Hassan wa Al-Hussein. He said, the leader of the youth of Jannah will be my grandsons, Hassan and Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhumah. Once Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, Kharajan Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَعَهُ حَسَنْ وَحُسَيْنِ هَذَا عَلَىٰ عَاتِقِهِ الْوَاحِدِ وَهَذَا عَلَىٰ عَاتِقِهِ الْآخَرِ وَهُوَ يَلْثَمُ هَذَا مَرَّةً وَهَذَا مَرَّةً Once Nabi Islam left his house, one shoulder, Hassan, Sadr Shullah Hussein, radiallahu anhuma, kissing this one, kissing that one, kissing this one, kissing that one. Elderly person sees this, such overt displays of affection in public were anathema, unheard of amongst the pagan Arabs. Surprise! Ya Rasulullah, do you love them? Ya Rasulullah, do you love them? Allahu Akbar, Wallahi, inni la'uhibbuhuma. He says, by the qasam of my Allah, I love these grandchildren of mine. And then he said, man ahabbahuma faqad ahabbani, wa man abghadahuma faqad abghadani. The one who loves them, loves me. And the one who hates them, hates me. That maqam, that status, that basharat, but take the sabat. Take the sabbath. Allah honored him with shahadat. Allah honored him with accepting his life in his path. This is a lesson. Not to engage in practices that have no basis in Islam. Take the sabbath. Commemorate that shahadat how? By turning the clock back. 61st year of Hijrah, 10th of Muharram, Medan of Karbala. Right hand side flag bearer Habib bin Mutahir. Left hand side... Habib bin Mutahir is sent to Shimar. Sent to Shimar. Only 52 remain of the companions of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anhu. Faced to the enemy of 3,000. Sends a message, halt the battle. Why? Why must the battle be halted? So that we can carry out our salah. So that we can carry out our salah. And the college student of the 14th century of Islam... Lover of Ahl Bayt, follower of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what does he say? He says, I couldn't take my shocks and shoes out to make wuzu, that is why my salah got qada. Or I was frightened of some unseen, unseen enemy which can't even be seen, that's why I didn't come to the masjid. We have made a mockery of deen. We have made a mockery of deen. There is no deen without salah. Iqamatu salah. And for us, salah is salah in the masjid, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu even a munafiq would come for Fajr and Isha Salah in the masjid. There is no such thing as Salah at home. Salah is in the masjid. 
These tests are there as a wake-up call. Don't be like ostriches in the, with the heads in the ground. Read the history of Islam. Hold the battle so that we can make our salah. Why didn't he say, my grandfather, the heavens and the earth can come to an end. What he said is haq. My grandfather told me I'm a jannati, so it's okay. Allah is ghafoorul rahim. If our psychology is correct. If our psychology is correct, Allah is ghafoorul rahim. So don't worry. Why didn't he say that? Islam zinda hota hai har karbala ke baad. Jannat is not cheap. Jannat there is a prize. Jannat there is a prize. Even the family of Rasulullah sallallahu had to give that prize. They gave qurbani and they left a sabak, they left a legacy behind. Shimar refuses to hold the battle. What does he do? He divides his companions into 26. 26 makes salah while 26 continue the battle. Then the next 26 makes salah. Their water had been cut off. One wonders, one wonders how did they make wudu? They probably made tayammum with the sand of Karbala. Someone with his head bleeding, hand bleeding, shoulder bleeding, leg bleeding. What kind of sajda they must have performed. How that ground must have embraced them when they placed their heads on that ground in sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What legacy, what sabak they left behind because by the asar of that day, every one of them had become shaheed. Allah's Rasulullah was already waiting to meet his grandson. They were given glad tidings of Jannat. Yet, this is how they preserved Islam. They, they left the message, this is not a deen of compromise. Muharram has come, New Year has come. Take the lesson of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu. Take the lesson of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Take the lesson of the legacy of Islam. Take the lesson of this heritage that our forefathers have left behind. Bring examples like this. We are not a blind ummah that are following pop stars and music personalities. We are not an ummah that will follow abrogated practices, that have innovative practices that have no basis in Islam. We are an ummah of the masjid. We are an ummah that we are prepared to give our lives, but we will never abandon the masjid. We are an ummah that are here for the preservation of deen. We are an ummah that will utilize their time correctly. We are an ummah that will use our time to earn our akhirah. Take the sabak. Take the sabak of Sayyidina Umar. Take the sabak of Sayyidina Hussain radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. Take the sabak of these paragons of Islam. These shining lights that have been left behind for us. This is how we commemorate New Year. We are not blind like the West that will splash extravagant practices on New Year's and birthdays. We are an ummah of Ibrat. We are an ummah that will take the sabak. We are an ummah that will take the lesson. Allah give us tawfiq wa akhidah.